Welcome and thank you for accepting our invitation for this Bible study and reflection for November 10th, 2021. Let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Let us pray. Almighty and most gracious God, we humbly come before you today to thank you for your devotion to us. As we look at examples of your love and devotion to us, allow our hearts to be open and receptive to sharing that love and devotion with others. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. By definition, devotion as a noun is love, loyalty, or enthusiasm for a person, activity, or cause. In one of our confirmation workbooks, the definition for devotion is faithful affection and dedication or our greatest love and devotion is to God. I can think of no greater affirmation of God's devotion to us through his atoning love than the one of the most quoted verses found in Scripture. And that, of course, is John 3.16, but I will read John 3.16 through verse 18. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already, because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. Now let's look at some other areas of Scripture where God's devotion is affirmed. The author of Hebrews reminds us that God will never leave us and that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hear the words of Hebrews chapter 13, verses 5 through 8. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. And in Galatians, we read about God's devotion to us through his redeeming love. This reading is found in Galatians chapter 3, verses 13 through 14. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who is hung on a pole. He redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles through Christ Jesus, so that by faith we might receive the promise of the Spirit. God's love is shown by justifying us or declaring us innocent by grace through faith in Christ. Christ is treated as if he were the sinner 
and the sinner is treated as if he were the righteous one. God now sees all of us through Christ's righteousness instead of through our sin. God's justifying love allows us to stand accepted before him. Here is a reading for Romans chapter 3 verses 23 through 25. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through the shedding of his blood to be received by faith. God also shows his love for us and his devotion to us by not only forgiving us of our sins, but by going even further and bringing us into his family. This reading can be found in Romans chapter 8, verses 14 through 17. This is an example of his devotion and his love to us through adoption. Here's the reading. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you receive does not make you slaves, so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now if we are children then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. And in the book of Ephesians, God's devotion to us is shown through the riches of his grace as expressed in his kindness to us in Jesus Christ. Hear the words from Ephesians chapter 2 verses 6 through 10. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace, expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved, through faith. And this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast, for we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. In Paul's letter to Titus, he instructs him and his followers to be eager to do what is good while they await the return of their Savior. As followers of Christ, this speaks directly to us as well. This reading comes from the book of Titus, chapter 2, verses 13 through 14. While we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. Now, how do we express our love and devotion to God? Practically, what does this look like to us and what feeds and sustains us to do what is good? Stay connected to God in a tight relationship. 
Do you remember when you were a kid making a telephone, if you will, out of tin cans and a string? You took an empty tin can, two empty tin cans, punch holes in the bottom, threaded a string through it, and tied it in a knot. So there was one on each end of the string. You would give one of the tin cans to your friend. You would take one. You'd go some distance away. Your friend would put the tin can over their ear, and you would speak into yours. And it worked, as long as you kept the string tight. But if you let the string get slack, you were not able to communicate or stay connected. We need to have a tight relationship to stay connected to God. And we stay connected to God through prayer. And we need to think of prayer as being transmitted as well as received. We transmit our request as well as our praise to God through our thoughts as well as our spoken prayers. I have a niece named Jessie that shared with me something her church recommended in order to have a more prayerful life. Prayer becomes a habit if it's practiced on a daily basis. I'm sure most of us receive a lot of Christmas cards from family and friends. Jesse's church recommended saving those cards, putting them in a basket, and pulling one out each week, and praying each day of that week for the person that sent that card. Prayers for health, happiness, as well as prayers of thanks for that person's friendship. This exercise will strengthen your relationship with God as well as give you a greater appreciation for your friendship of the person you're praying for. This would be a wonderful faith formation exercise for anyone, but especially for kids. We receive God's messages through His Holy Word, which we hear and read proclaimed at St. Paul's Lutheran Church on Wednesday evenings and Sunday mornings, and wherever you may worship in Christian fellowship. God speaks to us through our personal or small group daily devotions as well. God speaks to us through his word in our Wednesday evening Bible studies. God speaks to us through the sacrament of Holy Communion. Staying connected and having a tight relationship with God through prayer. Hearing and reading His Holy Word, daily devotionals, the sacrament of the Lord's Supper, as well as group Bible studies, will serve to feed and sustain us to do what is good, along with the help of the Holy Spirit. And when we do what is good, we are showing our thanks and our devotion to our most gracious God. The Bible is God's Word. And it is our strong foundation. It is also a unified story that leads to Jesus. Some people may say that it doesn't matter what you believe as long as you believe. On the contrary. The Bible says what you believe and who you believe is what matters the most. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, the Apostle Paul wrote to Timothy regarding spending time in the Word with other believers. He told him it was a gift to be able to pray and worship with others who trust and believe in Jesus. Of course, it's true that we can pray and worship God at any time and in any place. But the regular gathering of the church 
is one occasion that is set aside for that purpose. In the public worship of, our, of the congregation centered around God's Word, we not only get to speak to God, but also hear from God Himself. In closing, I would like to read Paul's words from his letter to the Romans. And this verse comes from chapter 12, verse 10. And in his instructions, he sums up one of my favorite quotes from C.S. Lewis. Quote, humility is not thinking less of yourself, it's thinking of yourself less, end quote. Here is the reading from Romans. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father and most gracious God, you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And your devotion to us is never-ending. We thank you for expressing your devotion through your love and grace that is revealed to us through your Son, Jesus Christ. Dear Lord, I pray that we thank you for the gift of your devotion by being devoted to you and doing the right thing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Go in peace, serve the Lord.